Hey guys, welcome to Sled Talk. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I would like to take a second of your time and introduce this season's title sponsor is Bikeman Performance. So they've decided to jump on board and help push the podcast. And if you're unaware, Bikeman is the elite level when it comes to aftermarket performance parts on your sled. So be sure to check out their site, link in the description. And without further ado, let's jump into the show. All right, well, Sled Talk listeners, welcome back to the next episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in, regardless of what platform you're on. And we've got uh, co-host Shay back on with us. And today we have a super, super special guest that has driven here all the way from Sparks, Nevada. Without further ado, Chris Kaltenbacher, a.k.a. Smasher. Appreciate you being here, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm uh, super excited. <laughs> good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you and I have been talking back and forth in the DMs for, I don't know, month and a half, two months. Yeah, well, a couple months. Prior to Iron Dog, so a couple months about trying to get schedules and something figured out to get you on the show and made it happen. You drove all the way here. <laughs> yeah, ever since you guys did the, the podcast with Dustin from Climb. Mm. And then when you guys came out with the hat, I was like, oh, oh yeah. we got to have the hat. <laughs> yeah, <huh? laughs> Heck yeah. No, I appreciate you copping one of those. Um, how how far of a drive was it for you to get here? It says it's like nine and a half hours, but with the wife driving in the Audi, I think it was it was like eight and a half. Oh, that's not cruising. too bad. Yeah. That's cruising not across the flats. Okay. Yeah. I, like I kept it. telling her, get it, get it, go, yeah. go. <laughs> you want uh, a ninety again? No, no. Yeah. Well, when you get into Boise, once you get once you not uh, once you get into Idaho, mm-hmm. the eighty. Yeah. The, no. Well, even the Oahe County Sheriff's Department, boy, they don't like me. So once you oh, once oh, really? you come from Oregon into into Bo- into uh, Idaho, straight sixty eight. Don't go over sixty eight. I'm telling anybody that's watching this, you go into Idaho, do not speed. Oh man. Oh boy. It's, that's why I always speed this Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to check it. I got two tickets in one weekend from oh, the same no. cop. Oh no. From the same cop. I could not believe it. And my kids were with me. Oh man. Just so, laughing. Oh, they were like they were like, that cop's a, you know, not a nice guy. And I was like, he's doing his job if I wouldn't have been speeding. But in my head I'm like, I can't believe this. Like what a did he, was he just, did he walk up the second time, just hand you the ticket right off? Oh, the second time when he walked up, like I said, and get out of his car. And I was like, no way. And he walked up. <laughs> the chances. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he's like, license registration. I was like, seriously, officer? And he said, yeah. So I gave it to him and he came back and I didn't even say anything. I just took, I didn't even look. I just took the ticket, put it down and took off. <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Oh man, unreal! That's a rough one. And I think I was—he uh, got me the second time. What sixty-five? I think I was doing seventy-two. I think it was seventy-two. Really? Mm-hmm. In my, and it was in my old trucks. It was a big old lifted truck, you know, mm-hmm. all pretty. It had three dirt bikes in it. So a lot of my friends are like, you know, I'm from Nevada, so I'm close to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they don't like the Californians much. And so mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah, his name, his name was Chris too. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up going to court on it. And oh, that's a that, that that's a whole story, and boy, I got <laughs> no. I got railroaded there bad. Oh, no. I got to even know what happened when they called me up to the stands. I was like looking at the judge. I was like, what do what do we? I thought I was just pleading no no contendere, like mm-hmm. I'm not guilty or nothing. I didn't even know what happened. Oh, I went out to go pay, and the court lady that had been helping me, she was like, "Sorry, Chris, they didn't they didn't drop anything." I was I would I wanted to pay the fine, yeah, but I wanted a non moving violation, so then it didn't hit my CDL or anything. And yeah. nope, gotcha. Oh man! But you know what? It's rough. <laughs> he learned me. Yeah, he learned yeah. me. When I see that Idaho sign, sixty-eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Never again. No. Huh. That's funny. That's a good story. Um. So, Chris, 
aka Smasher, for anybody listening right now that has no clue who you are, um, which what? they would be living under what? a rock or no, something, joke, apparently. Joking, but um, <laughs> why don't you give uh, the listeners and viewers a little bit of an introduction to who you are? So everybody knows my name, obviously. Um, father of two, got two boys, 21, and uh, just turned 18. Uh, husband for 23 years, been with my wife 28, 29 years. Um, grew up in Dillingham, Alaska, actually moved to Bethel, Alaska, and then uh, lived there for a while. First slide was in 1991, Polaris Star. Okay. So uh. that, that's putting some date on me, a little, <laughs> a little 250 that I ran around there and messed up. It was my parents, and then uh, we moved to Dillingham, and uh, that's kind of where I grew up and where it all kind of started, like really riding. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have the sleds that we do nowadays. You oh, know, yeah. So yeah. Um, grew up there, and then... I graduated from high school and uh, moved down to Reno, Nevada. I lived in Anchorage for a year and then uh, moved down to Reno, Nevada, met my wife. What drew you down there? Well, I was supposed to move to Vegas with my high school girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and uh, we ended up breaking up, and I met another girl, and she's like, hey, you want to go to Nevada? And I was like, yeah, let's let's go. And the way I went, and then I was actually supposed to move back to uh, Alaska. My dad has always told me, you know, hey, if you move back, I'll build you a house. And I met my wife and just never left. Sure. You know, and I became too urbanized. Alaska's Alaska's tough. All domesticated. Yeah. Alaska's Alaska's no joke. Yeah. I believe it. You know, I got so many friends up there right now. It keeps snowing, and they're like, oh, it's snowing again. Yeah. yeah, It's it's crazy. So, but in growing up in the bush, obviously, that was, that's a whole different that's a whole different level of living. Yeah, sure. So chased um, by moose day after day. <laughs> moose, wolves, yeah. bears. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just it's just a rough life. Yeah. It's cool though. I, bet. I mean, it's definitely if you like to hunt and you want to be outdoors, yeah. nothing's gonna beat it. Yeah. Sure. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Alaska's pretty I spent some time in uh, Fairbanks, Kenai, and Anchorage a little bit. My mom used to live up there and then that's where my stepmom's from. So been up there a few times it's amazing country it's it's just it's just different yeah it's just completely i don't know i mean it's i mean i just went back you know twice and it's it's amazing but just to live there it's just a different type of life i mean you can mm-hmm. go to a bar dressed up in a carhartt jacket and some boots and a pair of holy pants i guess you wouldn't wear holy pants in alaska but then you'd be, you know you'd be dressed up yeah you know, you're yeah. not going there. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're not going there in your nice clothes and me yeah. freeze to death. Yeah, so, so wild up there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I moved down to to Nevada and went to school and met my wife and you know having two boys and became a a coach for basketball and you know I didn't really get back into sledding uh, once I moved from Alaska. I kind of got out of it just because didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. I'd go back to Alaska and ride once in a while, but uh, sure. I think I bought an XLT, a Polaris XLT for my next door neighbor in '99 when I graduated from college. Okay, and that's kind of when it when when everything started to really, you know, change. I think the last sled I had ridden before graduate or after graduation was like a, a Bearcat, like a Arctic Cat <laughs> Bearcat. You know, oh, when I'd go home and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So when I got the XLT, then it just seemed to kind of everything just kind of unravel and that's when the passion really started to kick in, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Um, so you've been on Polaris predominantly most of the, pretty, most I mean, of your career. 
I had a 91 Polaris star. Like I said, it was my parents. Uh, we had a Bravo. Well, I guess we had a Bravo 250, um, a Bearcat, um, and I had an Exciter 570. But once once I got once I bought that XLT, it's been Polaris. I've never gotcha. I've never ridden anything yeah. else. I'm not going to go anywhere else. I don't. I've tried it. Yeah, it's not for me. Gotcha. So go go a little bit deeper into that. Speaking on you know because obviously that's a time span, right? So the evolution of Polaris. Um, speak <laughs> a little bit on your thoughts on you know how far they've come where they're at today the sleds that we have access to now and then kind of we'll go into like what you foresee for the future but kind of speak on the overall evolution of cool polaris <laughs> man to think you, you know, got you got 30 minutes too so <laughs> that's what you <laughs> to think to think where where we are now and where we've come it's it's unreal i mean to think about the like 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 the cutting of the tunnel yeah you know, how did no one ever think of that beforehand? I mean, that was sure. such a huge, huge, just a so different. I mean, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. And just to come from, like you said, you know, like from a Polaris 250 and now what kids are starting on nowadays. Yeah. You know, I've got buddies that are putting their kids on 600s yep. with two, two and a two and three quarter inch track. And it, it's, it's just, it's incredible what they can do and where you can go on a sled now. You know, yeah. you, I like look back at where we used to ride and, you know the avalanche safety that we didn't have, and now sure. with the way that sleds are, I meant this the where you can get into trouble real quick, in the blink of an eye, yep. like incredible. Yeah. You know, and so I took you know like uh, for taking my just took my son for a ride and to watch him ride a sled. You know, he hasn't really ridden a sled and he was killing it. Mm-hmm. I meant the sleds are just so easy to ride now compared to you know an old edge chassis or a yeah. pro. And um, so yeah, I mean the the evolution of the sled has just changed. I mean, you look at some of the kids that that are now riding and look at how fast they're progressing and what they can do on a sled. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I just, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see not only the evolution in the future here of the sleds themselves, but the evolution of the riders, you know, a kid today that can start out on a brand new 20, you know, 21, 22, 23 matrix, eight fifty. um, at 15, 14 years old, you know, by the time they're 25, if they yeah. ride that whole, like, it'll just be interesting to see, you know, where the sport overall, I mean, even not just Polaris, like all the OEMs, you know, just the expansion, the evolution of everything over the next few few yeah, years is going to be pretty wild. Even, even push, looking at the turbo the sleds, I mean, yeah. you look at yeah. a turbo sled now and, and going from a naturally aspirated to a, to a turbo sled, I mean, there's a there's a there's a there's a guy that I've been watching on social media and his son's been writing now for the full year and to watch him progress in just a year. Oh my lord. Yeah. Sure. Like it's 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 crazy. It's crazy that he's progressing that fast and where his confidence is really going. I mean, I was just watching him jump the other day and he's sitting in the sled. You know, I think he's 14 or 15 years old or some of the some of the areas that we've ridden on um in the Boondocker films like there's a canyon and I just saw that this kid ripped up through it i mean obviously there was a lot more snow it wasn't as challenging as some of the times we've done it but he still did it mm-hmm. and it's pretty impressive i mean yeah. you watch it on film and you think oh that was nothing but everybody knows it you know you watch something on on well, film yeah. and you're like ah that's no big deal but you know yeah. you go out and do it and you're like okay this is a different animal so like you know like i said the way that the that the sled is pushing people and the way that you can go I mean, look at the player sled now with the with a 3.25 <clears throat> track yeah mm-hmm. yeah what the uh, heck yeah what are your thoughts on that track? I only rode it for a little bit. 
when I went down a row with Matt, it's pretty, sure. it's it for, for deep powder. It's pretty sick. Oh, I mm-hmm. bet. Um, it pushes you, you know, like when you're, when you're starting to turn or something, it, it just wants to push you. It doesn't want to whip around like a two, seven, five or oh, like really? even the, yeah, it, it wants, wants to go. go. Yeah. It wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Give me that snow. Let me yeah, and it, it, it <laughs> floats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wants to eat. <laughs> it floats pretty good. So I think if I could have a, if I if I had snow like, you know, Idaho, Colorado, um, Utah, and you could have two sleds, I'd probably have a three point two five. It's not something I'd want to ride in in California or Nevada. Sure. For sure, with the with the snow being heavy, I meant uh, really hard. Yeah. Now just going to fold that track and just spin, but yeah. in the deep powder, oh, she floats. Is that what the snow does down there? Is just kind of get that compactness to it? Is it just set up like through the wind it, or what? Is yeah, it, it just sets up because it gets warm. Yeah. Um, so like the day of a storm, if you go out and ride. You know, the last couple of years, though, it's been a little different. I mean, we've had some epic winters down there, but mm-hmm. it does. It'll get, it'll get warm. Like the sun just gets so warm down there, and it sets sure. up the snow. And so it'll just become like hero snow or, or the next day it's super hard or you yeah. might get a crust, you know, but, um, yeah, it does. It gets, yeah, it's a little, gets a little punky. Mm-hmm. Not Makes bad sense. though. I mean, you know, just take it for what it is. Little taters on top. Yeah. <laughs> but when it, when it dumps down there, I mean, you're getting, you're getting snow. Yeah. yeah. A lot of snow. It's incredible how much snow we can get in a storm. Yeah. I think mean, it was it two years ago. It was March. 16th or something i think i went up and there was like three feet i mean i couldn't even get in the parking lot they put it on the news i sent it to the news it was up to my doors on my lifted six inch truck yeah it was up to the door like i'm opening up the door and i was just in the parking lot (laughs) and i only made it like uh it was like a 30 mile round trip i stayed on the i stayed on the trail the whole time it wasn't even 30 miles that might have been 30 miles i was completely empty gone yeah yeah just because you're to the bar just holding it and you can you know yeah 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 you're you're like you're like feeling the power you know diminish because your belt's getting so hot and it'd have to stop and then even when i went to turn around you know you're on a cat track Mm -hmm. and just to turn around i got stuck i mean Mm -hmm. you couldn't build up enough speed to go and whip it around or anything you just stuck (laughs) and i'm out there digging and away i go that's awesome Hmm. yeah my, my thoughts on that track was like around here um, you know, we, I want to travel a lot more this next season, but, and I've said this before on previous episodes, but around here, the days that we just have that glorious deep powder is just so rare. Yeah. Um, so just, it didn't, in that sense, it just didn't make sense to justify getting that. So I went with the two seven five, that's what's on my current one. And that's what's on the snow check that I got. But, um, I mean, I like the concept and the idea of what they're doing and the, capability of the sled but it just i just don't we're not in that enough for me to justify that i feel you can have a couple of sleds i think you know yeah that would be it would be something i'd have i definitely put i would definitely put it in my garage yeah i would it, it would be worth it why not yeah would you do the 155 or the no nah, i do I'm a, I'm a 155 guy i've always yeah. been a 155 yeah um i just think that it's just just floats a little better, like when you're doing little poppers and stuff like that. I mean, even in my old age, I still want to do some jumps here and there. But mm-hmm. I think I've always ridden a 155 yeah. forever. I've yeah. never changed it. I used to run the three-inch track. I liked the three-inch track, and then I went to the 275. <clears throat> kind of wish I would have gone back to the three-inch. There's not many people that seem to ride the three-inch, but I always liked it. I, yeah. Do you? I do, yeah. Yeah, see? 155, yep. Yeah, it takes a, takes a good rider to uh, ride yeah. it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> the sled does all the work. It's yeah, like, it does. <laughs> well, I know. look a lot better. <laughs> uh, Volk, Volk runs the, he runs he runs a three-inch. He likes the three-inch. Um, so does his, his one of his uh, lead, uh, 
what do they call them? Technicians. I'm not allowed to call him mechanic. I think I have to call him a technician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he runs the three inch too. But most most all my friends, I think Stephen Darcy, he ran the three inch. He liked it. But there's not too many people out there that I know that 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 are my friends that like the three inch. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. Like I think it gives you a little extra pop. It, yeah, yeah. I, I think it does. I, I've uh, so my buddy. He has the same exact sled, except it's just the 275, right? And he'll obviously carry more track speed yeah. going up the hill. But when it comes to just popping up, I think I think I got him on that one a little bit with that 3-inch. And yeah. it's fun. makes it a lot more playful in my mind. It's just – I used to run the, the old – remember the old assault track, the real thick one when it first came out on the mm-hmm. 2010? Was that the really ported one? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was super thick paddles. Yeah. Yeah, I ran that, and people are like, oh, you're going to get stuck all the time, and – uh, I can remember riding with Dan Gardner and Matt Ince out of Utah one time, and it had dumped like it was it was super deep. And they they there was there was one hill that we climbed. It took me three or four times to get up it. But other than that, I mean, there was a it it was a good track. Yeah. And for for our kind of snow, the hard snow, man, it would it get up and go. Yeah. 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 Sure. I think it has to do a lot with the rider. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Caleb is. I'd agree. Caleb's kind of you know shown that. Yeah. Oh, that kid's. Yeah. Supernatural. He's Brant, Matt. Yeah, you know people like that. I think that you know anything you write, if you've got the skill set, yeah. you can make anything work. Yeah, oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Those but those boys have been running the reps for a long time too. Yeah, <laughs> on and off the sled. Yeah, yeah. I need to yeah. quit my job. Is what I need yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Should have yeah. quit it years ago. Yeah. I tried to talk to my wife about that, but she wasn't having it. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking no. of that, what what do you what is your job? What do you do for work? I lay pipe. Oh yeah, I work for uh, the local government water entity down in Reno, Nevada, and okay. I'm an inspector for for them. Nice. So nice. anything new that goes in the ground, um, anything like new construction, homes, uh, home developments, I'm watching. Or yeah, if sure. there's any capital projects that they're improving, then you know we're there to make sure that everything goes according to plan. Gotcha. So it's a good job. It's been I've been there 16 years. So oh dang, yeah. So I started in the bottom and worked my way up and I think this is probably where I'll finish out my career here is just rolling sure. it on out. Yeah. It's nice not, and easy. Right? Yeah. It's a little so, stressful. So putting that amount of time in you, you have some pretty good leverage as far as like time off and whatnot to be able to go ride. And cause you've been traveling quite a bit this last season. Yeah. I'm um, just watching your stories and stuff, Alaska a couple of times and whatnot. So it's that pretty, does that work pretty well with? Yeah, it does better now. I mean, it took me some time to save up the vacation. You know, you got to save up a lot of vacation. And there's been a lot of times where, you know, I'll drive all night just to get back home so I don't have to take a vacation day to sleep. Sure. Um, You know, starting uh, starting back in the day, you know, you'd leave on a Friday afternoon at 3.30 and get somewhere, and uh, you'd get there at 1 or 2 in the morning, sleep for a couple hours, ride all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then you drive home all day Sunday night and get back and – get back up, you know, early in the morning on Monday to make it to work. Yeah. But, uh, sure. yeah, so I've saved a lot of vacation time, um, you know, nickeled and dimed it here and there, just, you know, an hour here, hour there. Sure. Just to, just to save it because it goes quick. And then, you know, to, to juggle, you know, my boys when I was coaching, to juggle that for tournaments and high school stuff and then uh, family vacations, you know, I got to be real mm-hmm. careful with family time. Yeah, Keep sure. the family happy. Sure. Well, you brought up another good point that is always uh, an interesting topic to me. Um, I always like engaging with people uh, when it comes to snowmobiling and and the time for snowmobiling and the family time, um, if you don't mind answering. um, 
like how is the the interaction with your wife when it comes to like obviously following this insane passion and love that you have for snowmobiling like how do you navigate how does she um you know deal with you taking the time to go do that versus time with her like all in general how do you how do you navigate that um relationship (laughs) (laughs) you know i've been i've been I've been blessed um, ever since the first, like when she met me, obviously I rode, I rode snowmobile and Mm -hmm. she was fine with it. Um, She never, she's never told me, no, I can't go somewhere Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So um, to balance it out, I make sure that, you know, with my boys, like I said, I was a coach, you know, I made sure I was always around for, we were talking about, I think in all my years, I only think I missed a half a dozen games mm-hmm. in all the years. And I think that, and we were talking about that not too long ago, and I think that might even be too many. But, um, you know, she's always had my back on it since the first time that I started traveling for boondockers or anything like that. She's, as long as I'm around when I need to be, mm-hmm. it was it was fine, you know, and there was never a money issue. I always made sure that, you know, worked a little overtime or, you know, boondockers kind of helped me out with that quite a bit. So. Sure. Uh, there wasn't a lot of money aspect that I had to worry about that. Um, the traveling, um, you know, I, I would, I would, I would go like one weekend we'd have a basketball tournament. So I'd be home for a basketball tournament next weekend. If I was free, I'd go travel to go film or to go take a sled trip or something like that. So, um, I just balance. Yeah. I just, I just had it lucky. I mean, there's, there's a lot of wives out there that I'm sure wouldn't (laughs) sure wouldn't allow that, but um, it was a dream. And from the first time, you know, she's like, go for it, chase it. You know, this is what your passion is, is what your love, you know, it shows my boys, you know, it shows your kids to follow your dreams and your passion, you know, and that's kind of, you know, everything that, that I've always done. It's always just been, you know, I've wanted to do something. And so whatever it takes to get it done, has kind of been, you know, my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to do it. And so once, 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 uh, once I got into industry, it just seemed to fire or fuel my fire even more. Yeah, you know, I just right. wanted it more and more and more. And she would always had my back. So as long as I, I never missed any birthdays, I never missed any. Actually, for my anniversary one year, uh, me and two of my buddies went to uh, uh, ride with Dan Davidoff up in Canada. Oh no! And she was like, "Just go." I was like, you don't mind? She's like, it's just another day. We'll celebrate it some other time, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think, sure. I think, I think certain people get, or people get caught up in, you know, Valentine's day and these special days, but yeah. you know, it's, it's not just a day. I don't mean that that way, but you know, you can celebrate any time. Yeah. And we say, we do, you know, we, we, we spend our time together and I try and, mm-hmm. you know, use it wisely. And when I am home, you know, I always made sure that, you know, I'd cook or clean or, you know, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm just sure. not there you know, just around. So just sitting there, yeah, yeah, yeah there. just sitting on yeah. the couch or something, you know, I always made sure like, you know, the garage is clean or the, the cars were clean or, you know, I was riding bikes with the boys or, you know, I engaged in their life. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, at least yeah. when I was gone, she was like, okay, you know, he was here. Mm-hmm. And I know she caught a lot of flack from it. I'm sure that friends and I had, you know, friends of mine that would ask her, like, you allow your husband to do this. Mm-hmm. And her response was like, he's a grown man. Yeah. You yeah, know, he's yeah. taking care of his responsibilities at home. So, yeah, you know, good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, life is too short. Yeah, yeah. It's way too short, man. We get we get one shot at this life, mm-hmm. and the older I've gotten, I think the more I've realized that. So yeah, sure. Every opp and and, and and some of these opportunities, like in trips, you know, that if I wouldn't have got to go, it wouldn't open up doors for me. Oh man, and a lot of doors have opened up, and relationships, and friends, and um, yeah. you know, all the snowshows. I mean, I think back all the time that I spent with this sledding gig and. Poof. Yeah. I it's bet. a lot. But you I know, bet. we also when we when we first started dating, 
um, I went to Alaska for, you know, I'd go home for, when I was in college, I'd go home for Christmases, I'd go home for summer break. So we'd have two months apart or, you know, six months apart or not six months, like six weeks apart, but, you know, so on and so forth. So I think that that makes your relationship a little stronger because it yeah. gives you a chance to miss each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is healthy. Yeah. yeah you're with I someone feel. every day. And eventually you're like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> boy, <Get out>, yeah. <laughs> honey, and I don't mean that for you either. I'm not talking about you. Know, I was talking about uh, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, I yeah. think I think it, it, it builds. You know, it just yeah. builds something. It makes you gives you a chance to miss somebody. Yeah. So you come yeah. back and you're a little excited, like rekindles everything. So. Yeah. And I know she likes it because I'm such a, I'm such a go 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 guy. I'm a lot to deal with. I got to, you sure. know, she says a big personality. I'm high maintenance. Oh yeah. And she likes to read and chill and I yeah. got to keep going. Like, let's go yeah. do something. So sure. It was a good balance. Sure. Good balance. Good. Yin and yang. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I appreciate you sharing that, um, Chris, because I think a lot of the listeners and viewers and myself included, like um, a lot of the listeners can relate to that, I feel. But then also I ask that for me selfishly too. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, it's with my fiance and it's, uh, just navigating all of that is, is an interesting thing. Um, you know, not only the time, but the cost too, right? Like snowmobiling is not cheap by any means. Um, so that's an element of it too. So just interesting since, you know, not to age you or anything, but you've, you've been playing the game for a while, right? Yeah. So like you have a ton of knowledge and experience, um, in multiple things, which, you know, obviously you're expressing a lot of that on the podcast right now, but so I just appreciate you answering that. Cause I feel it's a, it's a pretty important topic for a lot of us because it's you know we we love our significant other immensely but we also you know are obsessed and and in love with snowmobiling very deeply too so Mm -hmm. it's you know it's a yin and yang like 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 i said you know it shows my i mean there was times where i'd call my wife i'd be two hours from home and i'm like hey am i doing the right thing you know should i be home do i need to be home for the kids are you sure you're okay you know and uh I had some, I'm not going to lie, you know, sometimes I feel guilty for leaving, but, yeah, you know, she'd yeah. always say, you know, you're showing them passion, you know, uh, passion for something other than, you know, sitting in front of a TV or not doing anything. So, you know, I do hope that, you know, looking at my kids and the way they've grown now, you know, growing up as a kid, I was never home. I was never, ever home. <laughs> yeah. I was either on my quad, on my dirt bike or my snowmobile. So, you know, being that being who I was, or I was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping that my kids follow that. You know, I don't want them to just sit at home. I don't want them to be that, you know, that person that just sits at home and watches TV or watches sports yeah. all day. I mean, I watch a lot of sports. Sure. So usually it's at night when I'm getting ready to fall asleep. But, yeah. you know, I kind of wanted to show my kids that there's a whole world out there. Yeah. Camping and, you know, some of the places that snowmobiling has taken me. <sighs> oh, sure. my Lord. Like, I, when I'm... When, well, I was going to say when I'm a little older and I can't walk, so that's probably now. But when I'm sitting around and I'm having, you know, a, a cocktail with the wife, I can think back, you know, this is, I've lived the best life. Yeah. And I don't have any regrets on that. Man, so, that's um, and my kids have been supportive about it. I mean, they always have. I mean, they've never said, Dad, you're never home. Like that, I think if I would ever heard that, I would have, I would have sure. ended it right yeah, there. Yeah, that's but, a hard one. Um, yeah. You know, so like I said, but I was there coaching. I coached a lot, a lot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of the inside. I remember one time I went to I went to Jackson Hole for the hill climbs, and it was Sunday or it was Saturday night or something. Or, yeah, it was Saturday night, and I think I left that night, drove all the way back, drove all the way to Tahoe just to make it to my son's game mm-hmm. so that I could coach the last two games. Now I missed the Friday games and the Saturday games, but I was there for the Sunday games. Mm-hmm. You know, and it you know people are like were you tired? And it, I really wasn't. You know, sure. It was such a such a high for me to to, to coach and to yeah. be a part of that. So, 
yeah, there was times like that. You know, I can remember driving home from a Canada 16 hours straight. When I went up there, I had David off. I drove from front door to front door. It was like 15 hours and 96 minutes. Yeah. Some started 62, 60 minutes, whatever yeah. the hell it was. A lot yeah. of seat time. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it wasn't 92 minutes because now it would be another hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't real good at math in high school, but you know, apparently that's going to come out right now. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Another, another thing about Alaska. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 Another thing about Alaska. Pay attention in school, kids. That's funny. That's funny. Um, changing topic a little bit, uh, back to actual snowmobiles. Talk a little bit about, um, this season's Vogue built snowmobile. Run us through the entire build. What sled it is. Hey, what's up guys? Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Just want to take a quick second to introduce another one of this year's sponsors. We got RSI. So whether you need handlebars or grips, seat covers, controls, etc., doesn't matter. Use, uh, Sledson 2023 at checkout for 15% off your next order. So the entire build this year. So I wanted to. I wanted the, the nine R. I really wanted the nine okay. R with twins, but I kept mm. my eight fifty mm. with yeah, twins. And he was like, "Well, if we're going to keep the eight fifty with twins, and you're going to get a nine R with twins. We're not really doing anything for the Vogue name." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he's like, "You know, let's let's do a turbo." And so he did the turbo, and he did his tunnel dump, um, and then uh, you know, did the zebros front end exit shocks, uh, two cool air vents on it uh the arctic fx wrap went with the low bars this year that was a little different and then uh, vokes tuning and his clutching and uh the boost the, the day we ride the road the boost it says it was it was freaking deep oh man it was it was so deep and uh, the boosted sled, you know, I like I like the naturally aspirated. I, mean, I really do like the stock, the twins. The twins is is the cat's that meow sound, to me. Yeah, 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 just just so snappy on the bottom end. But you get in that deep powder, and the boosted sled. You know, when you think you're stuck, it just it pulls right yeah. out. There's a couple times like, oh, I'm stuck, and you pin it to the bar and just floats Slowly on up and goes up. where the naturally aspirated. You know, it just kind of digs and digs and digs and digs, yeah. and you're stuck. But uh, Eric does a great job. I mean, not not, not just Eric, but uh, I, I just know that Quinn and uh, Chase build my sled. They're the, I mean, he's got a lot of mechanics, and they're all great mechanics. I mean, he's got he's got some of the best, and his mm-hmm. shop his shop is meticulous. Oh, I bet. Oh, it's 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 incredible. I mean, what he's mm-hmm. got, what he's built, and what he's done. It's amazing how many people go to him, but he could build a sled. Super smart. Yeah, like just the understanding of it. You know, when you used to buy a a Boondockers Turbo from him. He actually had a room upstairs. It was a little bit bigger than this, and he would actually have a class up there. So when you came to buy a sled from him, he would teach you about, you know, your boosted sled. Oh, and then wow. he would take you out in the snow, and then he would tune that sled to you. Yeah. And then you're allowed to take it, like all oh, my sleds. Yeah, dope. yeah, it's it's no joke. I mean, he takes it very serious. Yeah. You know, your sled hiccups, and you better make sure you're calling him because he doesn't, you know, that's his name on the side of the sled. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't he want to. He's a perfectionist, and he doesn't want anything less than perfection. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I meant all my sleds I've ever had from, you know, being 13 hours away from him, you know, I don't know if they do in a little extra time and spending on mine or whatever, but it, man, my sleds have always been spot on. The mm-hmm. only, the only issues I ever had is something that I thought that I was smarter than Eric and I tried to change. <laughs> yeah. You know, nope. yeah. Yeah. And most of the time I wouldn't call Eric, you know, uh, Luke Stover used to be his lead mechanic. So I'd either call Luke and now I call Chase. So if I ever have an issue, I don't call Eric. It's, it's like calling your dad. You're like, man, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah, My sled was, in fact, it was my boosted sled was, I was out running with Matt and it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. He's going to watch this and he already gave me crap about it, but it was in not. It was in ethanol. It was in non-ethanol mode, but I was running ethanol fuel. Well, I didn't switch it, and it wasn't running right. And so I called him, and 
yeah mm. he let me have it like <laughs> he took it to kid. school huh? i was like oh that was stupid <laughs> yeah. and so now it's become a joke you know but sure. you know i'm not i'm not a i'm not i'm not a mechanic like you know you we all seen uh days of thunder you seen days of thunder yeah oh yeah like you know you you drive it i just drive i'm just a driver yeah. i can tell you but I don't know what's going on with it. So I always tell people I'm cold trickle. Like, I'll ride it, <laughs> but I can't tell you what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. And I can't fix it. So, but, uh, yeah, that's the build. That was the build. And uh, this year I ordered the 9R. Did you? And, okay. and uh, put the SLP twins on it. Mm. And then I'll keep the boosted side for the deep days. And then the 9R will be be where it's at. Yeah, Heck I bet. Yeah. yeah. That will be fun. How, how did you get uh, introduced and what began your relationship with Eric and the Vogue team? Um, so 2011 and, uh, I think it was 12, uh, the local shop that had given me my first sponsorship on the sleds here, sport Marine, they, um, they decided they weren't going to sell sleds anymore. And so, um, I had talked to Dan Gardner a little bit, you know, about, about Voke. And then there was another, another shop that I had talked to and, so I called Voke and asked him, hey, you know, would you be willing to help me out, you know, sponsor me and take care of me? And, you know, he told me to call a couple of shops and see what they were willing to offer. And I called him back and said, hey, this is what they're willing to do. And he said, you're worth more to me than that. He said, I'll take care of you. So um, went out and met him. And uh, Eric, Eric does things like sponsorship wise that makes me feel uh, very important to him because mm. like, so, so elaborating on that, my first year when I went to him, I got a sled. That's what I got. You know, mm. we worked out a deal and the deal was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so he gave me the sled. So I got the sled Then the second year it was the sled and, uh, maybe some parts, you know, where like Dan, when Dan would go to pick up a sled, Dan would pick up a sled. It was done. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a hundred percent, like it was ready to roll. Mm-hmm. So like mine, I'd pick it up. I'd have to put on, you know, front end or shocks or wrap or whatever. Yeah. And so then the second year was a little bit more the third year, fourth year, fifth year. So now when I go to pick up, so now whenever I get my parts from Zebros, Ice Age, Arctic Effects, whoever, I send it to Voke and they build my sled and my sled's a hundred percent. So every year, you know, Eric gave me a little bit more, a little bit more. And in, in my eyes, I think that's the way, you know, that's where I feel some, some, some loyalty and some, some worth to him. Yeah. You know, whereas if, if, if I showed up and he just gave me a sled built, you know, then, and then you get, you, and then I've been with him for 15 years and all of a sudden you show up and you get your sled built, you know, like what's, yeah. what's my value to him? Yeah. So it, it gives me, you know, for him to have done that and to have really have seen it over the past, I think we're at 12 sleds now. And, you know, every year it's like, Hey, what are we doing? He's like, you know, don't worry about it. I got you. You know, there was one year that, um, when when i think it was when my mom was killed and and we'll go into that later or something but uh he was like don't even worry about it. you know we got you you know i was having a hard time selling my sled whatever and it all worked out just like he said you know so um that that's and so so over the years with him uh it's built more into it at first it was just a partnership you know like i get my sled you know our deal was when you pick up a sled you come out and you ride with him so now each year you know i go and pick up my sled but it's more of a friendship now Mm -hmm. you know it's more joking i hang out at the shop i mean eric's not a get up at 5 a.m and get on the snow (laughs) by 7 a.m guy at all by not by any means yeah 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 (laughs) eric's you know show up at the shop at 9 9 30 tinkers around on his skid steer you know messing with his truck or messing with his sled because he breaks it and you know we're putting it (laughs) together and but no um so now it's it's more of a friendship i mean we talk on the phone occasionally there's texts you know christmas cards the the relationship aspect is worth i mean it's priceless honestly 
Yeah, um, and that was one of the things I told him is like, no matter what happens between us, I don't want to lose a friendship. Yeah. You know, if he comes to me and says, hey, Chris, man, you're you're no longer promoting, you know, Vogue the way I want, or, you know, you've kind of lost your step. Hey, we're, we're done. You know, no hard feelings. I get it, and it happens. Yeah. But I don't want to lose that friendship, you know, like yeah. I do. I care about, you know, everybody at that shop. I mean, there's so many people there that just – they, they all have their spot, mm-hmm. you know, and they all help me in some way. And, I, you know, I hate when I say just Voke or I hate Chase or, or you know, I'd say Quinn. I meant there's Shane and Alex and Kyle and, the whole team you know, general, there's a, there's yeah. a whole, there's a whole team of them. Sure. So, um, so when you, you know, you got to say the, I guess the Voke family mm-hmm. and they all just take care of me in some certain way. You know, if I break right. apart or I need something, you just call them and they're like, yep, here you go. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's real good. And then Eric does other things like I'll show up and he'll do extra things to the sled that I didn't know I was getting, Mm -hmm. you know, and he doesn't charge me for it or, you know, he just wants that sled, you know, which is, it's, it's awesome for me. I mean, it helps me when I sell the sled, you know, and that's part of his deal too, is, is his name's on the side of sled. Right. So when I sell that sled, if I sell it to you and it has an issue, now you're bad mouth invoke on social media or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was writing, Oh, he's going to be hot. Yep. Like he's, he's no joke about that. So uh, I just broke a, I just broke a side panel, my brand new boosted sled, brand new, you know, and I had to fix it. I mean, it's not that bad, but still, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to sell it with it broken. Yeah. Right. You know, it's got his name on, it's got Arctic FX, zeros, you know, there's certain people that expect, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want a bad name. Mm -hmm. I've worked too damn hard to, to throw this all away. hundred percent. So yeah, that's, that's the, that's the story behind Vogue. So gotcha. There you go, Eric. That's dope. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And there's, there's, oh, sorry. There's, there's been a lot of joking, like top dog and number one. And he can, he can ride an old, he can ride a sled for an old guy. Yeah. You know, (laughs) he's, he's a, he's a hell of a rider. He loves to do wheelies. And, uh, this last time when we got out, I posted it, but he got stuck and I went around him. Hell yeah. I was like, you know, I I screwed it up, but I was like, you know, when the, I now I'm going to screw it up again. What is it? The, when the teacher becomes it or the. I was just watching this video. Yeah, when he said that when he the, was stuck. I can't even. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember it now. But anyways, when you know, the student becomes a teacher. yeah, yeah. When the yeah. student becomes a teacher, yeah. and you know, how's it feel to build a sled for me? And now I'm kicking your butt. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. But he, yeah. we get we get he get, we get the boast of each other. You yeah. know, the, the best of each other. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah that funny. day that I went out, I think I only got stuck one time. And I'm not even going to say why I got stuck because Eric will get mad. But other no. than that, <laughs> Eric got stuck a couple times. Chase got stuck. Quinn got stuck. Heck yeah. But the top dog. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, uh, you know, I've never I've never had the pleasure of meeting Eric yet, but uh, I think we need to facilitate yeah. getting him on the podcast because you've, you know, spoken very highly of him, but then also I've had conversations with uh, Jordan Yankee about him as well. Um, and it sounds like between everybody, there's just a lot of really, really good stories. So um, I think we should facilitate if he'd be down to, to oh. come on the podcast. It'd be fun to have the two of you together, have Jordan <laughs> in on it too. Like, So what we need to do is we need to go down there. We need to go to Kremlin. You guys need to make a trip to Kremlin. We need to do that, and we'll go down there and do a podcast. Eric would have Eric would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Eric likes to use big words to confuse people. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. But, <laughs> well, we won't bring shades. Yeah. I'll bring a dictionary. Yeah, I'll bring a dictionary. <laughs> no, he, he does. You know, like, like uh, well, when he was talking about his turbo, like when you're in classes, he'd stay stuff, you know, say stuff and – I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, you know, <laughs> so um, Just yeah, but, on your head. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, "Smasher, don't touch that. <laughs> Smasher, you don't need to worry about that. Leave it alone." That's yeah. Funny. But he'd be good to be on the podcast. He's a lot of fun. He's a good, good energy. And yeah, yeah, seems like it. Yeah. So come on, Eric. Videos. Don't be scared, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Um, so uh, touch a little bit 
on um, you know some of the the other sponsors that you have, how you've acquired them, the relationships you have with them, and then we'll kind of get into like I was talking last night about this whole the current sponsorship game in 2023 and how people should go about playing it. But uh, speak a little bit about some of your other sponsors and some other you know re- relationships that you have there. Uh, well, Zebros, I've been with Zebros for. I think 15 years now. Okay. Wow. So like, I've seen a lot of people come and go. Sure. Um, Zollinger's have always taken great care of me. And they were another one that started off the same way, you know, give me a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Now it's, now it's a full-time sponsorship, you know. Sure. The way I look at it as a sponsorship is, is a sponsorship is someone that gives you something for free. Mm-hmm. A, a, a supporter is someone that kind of helps you, you know, helping you out, giving you a discount or whatever. Uh, that's the way that I, I was taught by Jim Phelan. Mm-hmm. Jim Phelan kind of gave me, you know, he'd been in the industry a long time. So that's kind of where my idea of sponsorship comes. Um, Arctic FX, I've been with Jordan for 10 years now. Yeah, uh, nine, eight years. And actually the reason I was with Jordan is because um, I was with a different company and Matt Ince and Jordan were out riding mm-hmm. and Jordan had uh, recorded a, a video saying, hey, Smasher, when are you going to come to this side? <laughs> you know, and being part of Boondockers, you know, we, we had certain sponsors for the for the team, for the movie. Sure. And so Arctic FX had sponsored everybody. So for me to be on a different yeah, a different rap and not his was really hard, you know. And, 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 and I came from the outside coming into Boondockers, so I already had all my own sponsors when I came into Boondockers. Mm, so got it. eventually they all kind of, you know, dissipated and went away because it was hard to promote me. Sure. Um, Let's see, Ice Age. Ice Age, I've been with Ice Age for a long time. I actually met the owner, Mike, uh, Big Mike, years ago with another guy named Colby, uh, Colby Bumpers, and I met these two guys, and I don't know, we just hit it off, and Mm -hmm. they started sponsoring me rails and wheels, and they've always taken good care of me too. Um, uh, Let's see, who else do I have here? Uh, uh, The Shones, uh, Alan and Tammy Shone from Two Cool Air Vents. Met them at one of the snow shows, and they were always helping boondockers move stuff around. So I've been friends with them, and and uh, they sponsored me my vents forever. And then you know being with Voke, Voke's got his his normal Voke vents that you have to have his name on it with all sure. his boosted sleds. So yeah. you know that kind of all intertwined together. Um, sled Solutions, Paul um, over there with the bags. He's been sponsoring me. I don't even know how many years. It's it's probably been ten years, mm-hmm. and that started off the same way with the, just a bag, you know. And he's kind of helped me any way I ever need anything. But he's got my back hundred sure. percent. Um, who am I forgetting? What about this one? Oh On yeah, your climb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking about it. So climb, <laughs> climb. I've been with climb now for um, who? Oh, Ten years, nine years, okay, nine years, and so I was with a prior company to that uh, for nine years, and then um, switched to climb. You know, it just it just worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. You know, the 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 guy that was running uh, the sponsorship had been asking me. You know, the sponsorship deals had been asking me about coming to climb, coming to climb, and everybody on Boondockers. I was the one guy that wasn't wearing climb. <laughs> So I was always, you know, sticking out like a sword. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I'd go to heydays. Well, you know, we were with Climb because that, you know, Climb was the one that was helping us out at heydays. So I'd have, you know, I couldn't wear the other gear, yeah. you know, the, you know their, their name on my hat or the shirt or anything. So I had to wear like something else like 509 or something like that, you know. So um, eventually it just became, I need to go with Climb. Um, and I wanted to be with Climb. Sure. You know, there's a reason that. I mean, you think all the top athletes that are with Climb. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, are you going to settle for anything less? So, mm-hmm. uh, Climb is. It's been it's been great. Climb has always taken good care of me. 
mm-hmm. um, Dustin over there. I mean, everybody, Justin, um, Woody, uh, everybody at climb. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't say enough. Their gear is no joke. Not, yeah. I mean, even before I was sponsored, I was wearing climb. Like that's what I wore. Yeah, and then same. when I got sponsored, I went to a different company and then I went back to climb, mm-hmm. but, you know, some of the stuff you're doing, man, I, like I said, are you willing to put your life on the line yeah. for, well, really we'll I, was, I was just going to say, we'll get into the importance of climb okay. when we have the topic of iron dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, um, so climb and then, um, Let's see who else. Uh, uh, Mountain Don't be Valley. Forgetting anybody? Yeah, no. Mountain Valley <laughs> uh, Machine. They do my throttle block. I just uh, actually this is my first year with them, mm-hmm. uh, but they build a, a fina- fantastic throttle block, and we all know that the Polaris throttle block. Polaris Cruise Control, baby. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that that was that that was one that I was really excited about. Yeah. Um, obviously, I talked about Voke. You know, Voke can't you know can't replace Voke. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's you know, he's, he's one of the, he's probably, he, he, in my opinion, he's the best, uh, boosted turbo yeah. guy in the industry. I mean, he just understands everything. Mm-hmm. Um, truck boss, you know, I've been with truck boss for a lot of years, yeah. a lot of years. I, I can, I can remember I was at work making that deal. I was supposed <laughs> to be in the ditch digging and I told my former, I was like, Hey, hold on. I got to take this call. And so, uh, you know, and they, they, they've been really cool. Um, Robin cook is, his, his bought it and now he's taking care of it. But when, the Back in the day, the people that were running it were really cool. I mean, they gave some money to a foundation after my mom was killed, and so they've they've had my back. Um, mm-hmm. Super cool people, um, and a great deck. Yeah, I know, you know they're based out of Oregon here, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a it's a great deck, and uh, they've always taken good care of me. I love their deck. I mean, it's one yeah. of the. I see you're not running the deck, but hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, Anybody else? We'll just oh, we got Sledson. <laughs> we got Sledson. You know, Sledson yeah. helping on their yeah. podcast. I mean, yeah, that's five hundred nine. Five hundred nine has been helping out for a lot of years too. Uh, I've been with five hundred nine. I became friends with Tom way back in the day, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, in each one of my sponsors, I can honestly say uh, SLP. SLP. Uh, SLP actually was with SLP back in two thousand nine. 10 when Dustin worked at SOP. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I was back way back. It was probably, yeah, I was probably nine, 10. And then I left SLP in 11 cause I was going to go to boondockers turbo mm. 2011. I didn't, I don't think I went to turbo until 2013. And uh, so then I left SLP and actually uh, I was supposed to stay with SLP. Well, uh, when Dustin left, I kind of got lost in the mix sure. and no one was calling me back. So I was like, okay, you know, I must've got dropped or dumped or whatever. So I went to turbo. Well, then I was with uh, boondockers turbo for a while. And then, um, when the eight fifty came out, you know, it took everything so long. I had ran into Adam Wood from SLP and he was like, Hey, we want you back, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I went back and kind of been with SLP for the last however many five years sure. with SLP and, yeah. amazing company like yeah. i love i love slp mm-hmm. slp has been dude they're just they're just a great company because you know when when you when 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 my, when i when my name what <laughs> <laughs> i was saying and, that in my head when you're with the company in mind and, and i'm running their product you know, there's a lot of kids out there that see, you know, the Chris Brants, the Caleb's, the Matt Ants, the myself, uh, Dan Adams, you know, whoever the big names are. Not, I'm not didn't mean to put myself in that with Keith Curtis. I you see know. what you did there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're 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 taking your name and you're putting it on this product. So if this product really doesn't work, 
And there's some poor kid out there. You know, there's a lot of kids that watch social media and they see someone running this product and they go and they spend their money and it doesn't work. Man, I always worry about that because I remember being a kid or ordering stuff from Dennis Mm -hmm. Kirk. So over the years, you know, getting the free product, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is free product. Yeah, this is sweet. You're sweet. And then you start running and you're like, okay, this isn't so sweet. Yeah. Like this isn't, this isn't the cat's meow anymore. Mm-hmm. So I used to run a different set of skis and no, I no longer run skis anymore. I stick with the same skis cause mm-hmm. stock skis are phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so if my name's on it and with Eric building my sled, you know, he's putting the parts on it. So he has his own opinion about certain parts and stuff. So, um, I just value. So like, like back to SLP, SLP is someone that, when someone contacts me and I don't have an answer and I send them to SLP, SLP will work with them until they get it right. Got it. That's nice. Yeah. So, you know, like my twins, people ask me, there's a reason I'm, you know, on my year four with twins. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any problems. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, it's, it's been a solid sled for me. Now I sold mm-hmm. one of my sleds to a kid and he had some problems and I think he finally got it figured out, but I'm not sure why we were having those problems, but they worked with SLP. You know, we worked with SLP. They got it worked out. So, sure. um, you know, so anyways, yeah. And all and all the companies I'm with, I mean, they're, they're, I consider them my friends. Right. I don't call them only at the time of, hey, I need this part or this part. You know, I'll talk to SLP five, six, seven times a year. And he'll ask me about my kids. Same with you know Dustin. Dustin and I, you know, he's one of my good friends. Talk to him quite a bit. Vogue, yeah. you know, uh, Tammy from Two Cooler Events, Paul from Sled Solutions, uh, Ice Agers, Brock over at Ice Age. I mean, I talk to Brock probably not as much as I should, but I do talk to Brock. Yeah, make sure I go and at all the snow shows and see him, and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, so on and so forth. So. Um, yeah. So that being said, you know, I just, I think it's important to have, to build a relationship and you're supposed to be testing this. They're, they're giving you this product, not just to, so that you can put it on the side of your sled, but they're wanting feedback. you to test it. Yeah, exactly. So I do give a lot of feedback, Yeah, a lot of feedback. The first year the twins came out, people were like, Hey, is it melting your hood? So I'd take all my plastics off and I had video and put that out there, you know? Or, you know, different fuels that, that, that we have run. You know, I talk about the fuels, the different consistency of fuels that we are running and stuff sure. like that. So, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's a pretty stacked list. <laughs> and a lot Very. of years. <laughs> um, a lot of years. So, um, oh, Oxbow. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, I almost yeah. forgot Clayton at Oxbow. Yeah. Boy, he yeah. would have been. I like Clayton. We're trying to get them on the podcast, too. Solid. Yeah. To own up to, you know, the issues that we were having with radios this year. Dude, my frog skins are in the mail right now. It works. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just went and rode with Matt, and Matt and I, we didn't have, I didn't have one problem. The nice. frog skin was solid. Even when I took it on the Iron Dog, it, you know, 50 below. Yeah. She was working. Oh, the dang. Oxbow Light. I love the Oxbow Light. Yeah. And now, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I can say anything, so I won't. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think he was coming out with something new. Oh, yeah, he's coming go. out with something new. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> and, uh, gotcha. I'm, I'm super nice. excited about that. But cool. yeah, his Oxbow lights work great. Uh, always, always willing to help. Uh, and you know, another, and you know, another thing about the, that's nice about when when you have a sponsor that starts promoting you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you're doing all this contact for that content for them, and if they're not promoting you, you know, that's. You know, I had a company that, you know, I was with for a long time and I never saw anything from them promoting me. Sure. That's kind of like, what's, what's yeah, the point? What's why, the point? You want me to promote you, but you don't do anything for mm-hmm. me. You know, yep. scratch your back, you scratch my back. Like, look, I already have a boss. I don't need like, Yeah. I don't, well, and it makes me feel bad. Free. You know, if, if I don't see that they're promoting thing, okay, am I doing yeah. something wrong? Yeah. Like, tell me yeah. if I'm doing something wrong. I'd rather yeah. them say, hey, man, you're not doing a very good job. I need you yeah. to do this better. And so on and so forth. So yeah. as long as yeah, it's cool to see that we did a, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it or not, but we did a, <laughs> oh my gosh, we filmed a very intentional, um, funny, uh, joke video 
for Oxbow Radio. They're one of our sponsors. And um, it was Jeff's idea, his concept, and it was, I don't know, it's like a minute long. Um, I'll show it to you afterwards. But it was just, it was stupid, and it was hilarious, and it was all intentional, right? And so we did a, uh, I posted it as a reel, um, and Oxbow accepted it as like a collaboration. So it's, you know, Sled Sinda and Oxbow. And we just, we just hit over, I think we're at 102 thousand views on instagram with over 200 i think we're at 235,000 views on um on Holy. tiktok off yeah. of this video um and i've <laughs> talked to both clayton and you know whoever's running the the oxbow um socials and stuff and they're you know super static my phone's still going off with <laughs> engagement from it and we posted that how long ago did you edit that jeff like what january or something it was yeah. a, it was yeah two months ago probably like and it's still going off on my phone so it's, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's cool that Oxbow was willing to, you know, collaborate and show, you know, put sluts in out there as well, just as, you know, back and forth. Um, but I just wanted to touch on that point. Oh, but he's, he's, a, he's such a stand up guy. I yeah. mean, he really is. The fact that he came sure. out on social media and said, Hey, I'm having a problem. And oh, when to they did it. that, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. That just like that bonded my desire to continue a relationship with him. And it's okay, man. Sure. Things, things, I mean, nothing's ever perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. messes up, but uh, try and hide Taking it. responsibility. And, yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's someone I'd stick with, you know, I'm sure. not, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So with your knowledge and playing the game with the sponsorship stuff for so long, um, any advice or tips or tricks that, you know, cause obviously social media has changed, um, a lot of parameters in our life. Um, but you know, it's, it's changed the game of business and influence and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's a lot of kids out there that, uh, you know, may not really comprehend the importance of the relationship and, you know, being, having friendship calls five, six times a year with these companies, that sort of thing. And, and they just want some free, free stuff. Um, so like, you know, uh, put, Put us on game on like your thoughts and your opinion on on how people should go about, um, you know, going after this the sponsorship with X company or whatever. Well, I think you know you gotta you gotta pay your dues. Obviously, you know you, you can't just come in and be, you know, a Keith Curtis. You know, it's just gonna get everything. I mean, yeah, it, sure. It takes it takes time. So you know, most most companies. Um, you know, they don't, they either don't know who you are or what you're about, or they want to meet you. It seems like more people want to know more about you rather than just a piece of paper that says, mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing in the snowmobile industry, you know, Hey, I'm doing this, this, and this, they want to know something. So they're going to offer, you know, like 30% off, 40% off. Yeah. And my advice is, is whoever you contact. So let's say, let's say you contact climb and you're like, Hey, I'd like to be sponsored. And they say, Hey, you know, the best we can do is 30% off. Mm -hmm. Don't turn it down because that's your one shot. Yeah. You know, they will remember there is people there. They watch social media. You know, they do, they, they watch social media a lot. They do have people that watch or they will check, yeah. you know, your social media. So make sure it's good social media, but you know, if they offer you 30%, take it for your first year, take mm -hmm. the 30%, buy, buy a jacket or a hoodie or something and wear it, you know, and post and, and, you know, you don't have to make dumb posts or anything like that, but just make some posts and be wearing it and make sure that what you're doing is good and legit. And then it'll grow from there. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll, yeah. it'll grow. And then maybe the next year, like, hey, you know, you did a really good job. How did you do this year? What did you do this year? Send us some stuff. And they're like, hey, we'll give you 50% off. Okay, now it's 50% off. Now you've grown yourself for a full another year. Yeah. And then it keeps growing from there. And eventually you will get into it. I don't know any companies that are just going to say, you know, especially nowadays. Yeah, here it you is. go. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> you're Tyler. Sure. Yeah. From Sledge, yeah. Here's yeah. a new sled. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Take my truck out there. Yeah. Brand new. You know, it's just not going to, it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And you look at most of the major athletes in the industry. I mean, they've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, you know, there's not, there's not a whole lot out there. And, you know, and from when, when, when I got into it, it was all about the sled. There wasn't much social media. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, it was Facebook right. and Instagram a little bit, but now it's, you know, it's all about that. So, you know, they will check your Instagram. And if you're a kid, you know, don't, don't ask. Uh, I know people are like, well, how do I get money? And if you're in the sled industry, I don't think the money is, you know, it's probably not what you're looking yeah. for. This is supposed to be, you know, it's just a passion. It's just a dream. It's just mm-hmm. something you love to do. Unless you're going to do, go do hill climbs and, and stuff yeah, like that. Rimshaw. Yeah, yeah, different. you're going to race Rimshaw. But there's, you know, in the back country, it's all social media. Mm-hmm. That's all it is now. I mean, there's not many movies left. Um, so... Which yeah. is kind of wild. I feel like I'm just growing up on movies, and then now it's just like, you know, yeah, it's it's back sad. To social media, yeah, it it's it's sad. I mean, it it breaks my heart. Yeah, we had a, we had a good <laughs> thing, and I, I don't want to dive into that right now. Yep. But um, I think that's the best way to do it. You know, you just gotta you gotta be a person. You gotta be a personality. You gotta have something to show. People have to like you. You know, if you're yeah. if if you're not liked, then you know no one's gonna want to put their brand on you. Yeah, you know. And I think that uh, with social media, I think it's a lot about the kids now and the way you're perceived in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, take take what you get. You know, put your name out there and ask mm-hmm. for you know ask for support, ask for help. Tell them what you're going to do for them. You know, make a relationship with them. So you know, if you're going to call Sled Send and say, "Hey, man, I'd like to worry your product." Yeah. You know, just don't call them. Just hey, I need this. I need that. You know, you gotta got to be willing to give them some feedback or say, hey, man, do you want to go ride? You know, that was one thing that, that I really do enjoy is going riding with, you know, some of the sponsors and actually getting out and re- riding. And I haven't done that a whole lot because it never works. But sure, last year we did that with Zebros. Mm-hmm. And what a great time that was to go out and ride with Nate Zollinger and, and his, his whole group. And that was really a lot of fun. Yeah, I sure, bet. We were supposed to make it, you know, another, another one this year, and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, so – you know, take that opportunity to seize that opportunity right there because that might be your only chance to make that sponsorship work. So if yep. a sponsor invites you to do something, man, I'd do, it. do everything you can to make yep. that work. Sure. That one time because that's your one time. Yeah. That kind of mm-hmm. opens up doors, I think, kind of like what you were saying, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, be be who you are. I mean, you can't change who you are. Don't be someone you're not because then you got to be that person all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just be who you are. Yep. Yeah, so, be no fun. My mindset around it, and I told you earlier, was like I look at it from the standpoint of like under promise, over deliver, mm-hmm. right? So like, if X company requires out of me to do X thing, well, what are four or five other things that they aren't even asking or looking at that I can do for them? And obviously, um, you know, Sledson's in a unique situation with the podcast and the ability for that, and then also having somebody like Jeff on the team who runs his own videography company and stuff like we have assets that we can put into play that, you know, maybe others might not. Um, and, but we use that, um, to our benefit and leverage the heck out of it as much as possible. Right. So like the, the Oxbow video, right. There was no requirement. Um, you know, I think there was like one post a month or something, um, that Oxbow required. Um, and, but there was no requirement on videos or whatever. And we were out riding and it was all Jeff's idea. Like, Hey, let's do this video and do this mock-up and 
um, you know, wasn't asked or required by them or anything. It was like, hey, we like these radios. Like Jeff and I have had some problems with them due to our own uh, lack of knowledge around the <laughs> yeah. radios. Yes. Nothing to do with yes. Oxbow, but we've definitely had some struggles, but it's, uh, I, I believe it's on our part. Um, but, uh, you know, we were out there having fun and, and wanted to do that video and made it happen just because we had the idea we decided to execute on it. And like I said, I mean, we've amassed over 300,000 views on, you know, two platforms. Um, and which is, you know, that, you know, I've been in conversation with them too. Right. And they see that and their phone is going off cause they accepted the collaboration. So they're getting all the likes and stuff and they're seeing that. Um, and so, you know, going above and beyond for these things in return for, you know, whatever it is, the 30% or a credit or whatever it is that you're getting, um, you know, because, and another way that I look at it too is like, all right. Uh, so just on the topic of Oxbow, um, you know, our first year with them, like that's, that's cool. But like, what is, what is five years from now with them look like? Right. Meaning like, not what am I going to get in five years? Like, what is the, what can we grow the relationship into that it benefits both parties, right? So it's like, it's it's an equal value exchange. They're giving me X, what can I give them that meets that X or above and beyond, right? So that's like my mindset around pursuing um, when it comes to, to sponsorships. And another aspect too, is that like, I feel, um, and not to, go against what you had said there, but you had, you know, you mentioned like, if you get whatever it is from a sponsorship, take it. I also believe too, that like, I, I only want to put my name to companies and products and brands that I, I was going to say an F word, but I'll leave it out (laughs) Um, that I believe in and that I care about. Right. Like if, if if I don't like X product or I don't like the way that they're marketing, or if I don't like their branding or, or whatever, um, or just the quality of the product, um, itself, you know, I don't, I'm not going to pursue that. Um, whereas, you know, some people might just to get whatever, but I, I don't like, if I don't genuinely like X company or X product, Correct. I won't pursue it. Exactly. And so because, the- because of the fact that I'm playing the long term, right? Like right. I want the five-year relationship and beyond. Right. So that's kind of my mindset, but I just feel that talking about this is a big deal because everybody and their mom wants free stuff and sponsorships. <laughs> and stuff, so. You do, but then you get it and then you don't like it and then yeah. you're off of it. Okay. So now, so now let's say I take a, I take a this water bottle. I'm like, it. oh, this water bottle is really good. You know, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do it, and then I'm like, oh, I don't like it, and I get rid of it, and then I go to a different water bottle, and then I go to a different water bottle. Yeah. Okay, now, now your credibility. Yeah. Exactly. Your They're words. like, oh, he's just going where it's at. So yeah. I've been with Zebros, like I said, I think, uh, whatever it was, 13, 14 years. I've been with Climb now for 10 years. I've been with uh, Vote for 11 years, 12 years. You know, I've been with all my sponsors for a long time. I mean, I think I've left two, two sponsors. Three, and I felt horrible. I mean, I felt I felt really bad, especially yeah. my clothing company before Climb. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad sure. that I had to leave them. But you know, it just it's just the way you know he understood. Yeah, it's just the way the industry. It's just the way my 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 career was going in sledding. So um, I've stayed with everybody. I haven't left for money. I meant sure. someone could come offer me fifty thousand dollars a year, and I'm not I'm not leaving Climb. I mean, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> sure. So, sure. Yeah, that's a good point. There's just loyalty and friendships that I gained. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, sponsors, Jeff, would you go grab me a monster, please? (laughs) That's a 
That's a good sponsor. Is he a good sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, how do I get you on my payroll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I was gonna I was gonna say sponsorship. Shout out to Monster. Uh we're drinking it, but they ain't paying us for it yet. <laughs> oh. yeah. No, I'm good, thank you. Uh I'll probably get up here in a little bit and make myself another water. Appreciate um, it. No, I gotta have wings. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. Red Bull too. Uh, yeah. Red Bull is uh What's your favorite flavor? Just the regular or what? Diet. Okay. I gotta have the sugar free one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) With a, with two bad hips here, I gotta, you know, I gotta watch what I'm eating. Yeah. (laughs) In my, in my old age at 32 years old, you know, I'm. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Well, I'm only 30. So damn, I didn't realize we're so close. Yeah. We're close. I I must have missed a couple of years of elementary. You said you graduated college in 90, 99. I was like, whoa, man. 99. I wrote a 19. 91 Polaris or 1981 Polaris star. So yeah, math's not adding up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The math right. is a little, a little off. That's funny. That is um, funny. Shifting the topic a little bit again. I know you answered this on a Zebros interview video that you shot, but um, for those that don't know, uh, Smasher, where did, where did, where did this name come from? <clears throat> so, you know, like uh, it was, it, like people say Dubra, like what's up Dubra? That was sick Dubra, or you know, you send it. You know, it was just kind of like a, a saying. It was like a, a slogan, I guess. But we were up riding one day, and uh, it was my buddy, my buddy Charles and I. We were up sitting in the parking lot, and this guy comes up, and we're we're fully geared. And we're sitting up on top of the um, up on top of the the parking lot, and he comes up, and he's like. Man, I'm so glad you guys are out here smashing it, dude. I was just out smashing my suspension. I was smashing the hills. And I was smashing it and starts up a sled and takes off. I look at my buddy Charles like, who the hell was that? He's like, I thought you knew him. He was talking to you. I was like, I don't know who that was. So we left it be. Excuse me. Next day we come, or next, next, next day, you know, next couple weekends we show up in the parking lot again. This guy shows up again. And he's like, I'm so glad you guys are out here smashing it. You know, these guys from down here, they don't know how to smash it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. And so he like rides off and and he's like, you know, you can tell he doesn't ride a sled a whole lot. And uh, actually, you end up meeting this guy later on. But anyways, you know, he like grabs a ski and he pulls it around and he rides out. We're like, man, we don't know who this guy is. So then it became like a a saying. Like my buddies and I are like, dude, let's go smash today. Let's go smash this. So we were up climbing, and it was this. There was this this climb that we normally do. Well, it had drifted, so I was hitting it sideways and jumping down. Well, what well, as I hit it and I jumped down, there was a buried stump, mm-hmm. and bam, dude, I hit it, wadded my sled up nice. I flew about twenty five feet, hurt my leg. I was laying there. My buddy came up, and I was like laying there, and I was like, "Can you shut my sled off?" And he shut it off, and I was like, "How's my sled?" And he's like, "Dude, it's wadded. Like it is. It's smashed." And I was like, "Ah, oh. so." To get it down, and I take it to the shop, and this is before I was sponsored. This is before I was even in the industry, and I was on the old uh, 05 Edge. And uh, so they, they they fixed it up, and one of the kids, his mom worked for a vinyl company, so they put Smasher Smashington on the hood of my sled. <laughs> so they put Smasher Smashington on there, and then, uh, you know, I ended up filming with Team Summit, with a, with a movie named Team Summit. So I went out and rode with these guys. It was a... Uh, Jesse O'Rourke and Anthony O'Berdy and Shane Kelly and I went out and I was like on a on an interview ride to see because the producer of Team Seven was like, "Hey, take this guy out." You know, we heard about him, blah blah. Mm-hmm. So out there riding, well, I was up in the trees and 
got a little hairy and I lost my sled and it rolled and the windshield, you know, the old windshield popped off and I was putting it on. And so when the hood was up, they were asking me about Smasher Smashington on the hood. So I said, oh, you know, so I told him this story about this is how, you know, this guy we met and blah, blah, blah. So they started calling me Smasher a little bit. Well, then moving forward, I met Dan Gardner. Well, when I rode with Dan Gardner uh, with Boondockers, you know, without getting into that really right now, but I rode with him. And so he called me. He's like, hey, how do you want me to put you in the film? And I was like, well, Chris Kaltenbacher. And he was like, okay. So when the film came out, it said Smasher. And it stuck. <laughs> like, it just stuck. Like, he yeah. he chose that, you know, Smasher. And then it went to Chris Smasher, Kaltenbacher. And they shortened it from Smasher, Smashington to just Smasher. <laughs> it was Smasher, Smashington. And then it was Smasher, and then it's Smash. And then uh, over the years, you know, I kind of, uh, Tammy Schoen from uh, Two Cool Overance, one time I was, I was doing the, the MC for thunderstruck mm -hmm. and i said hi i'm chris kaltenbacher and she stood up in the crowd and she started yelling no you're not you're smasher everybody knows you're a smasher you are smasher and so i've tried That's to get funny. rid of the name but <laughs> it won't because as a yeah. grown man you know i don't want to introduce myself as smasher it just sounds yeah. really arrogant and the funny thing about it is before <laughs> this before i was even in the industry when we were watching team summit you know they had nicknames like wreck nester and and backcracker and uh sarge and big kahuna like these guys all had their own nicknames yeah. and i'm watching the movie with my wife and she's like I, and I was like these are grown men with nicknames like you know grown men like come on you know like this a is, rapper yeah this is ridiculous <laughs> and so uh you know my wife was like don't judge people you know you don't know their backstory don't judge like just enjoy it for what it is yeah and here I am, Smasher. Smasher. So that was my <laughs> that was my lesson. Not to, you know, and Anthony has become one of my best friends. Jesse Rourke, I still call him Recky. Mm -hmm. You know, Shane Kelly, we called him Nar. You know, so a lot of these names, Fatty from Boondockers. Yeah. You know, his nickname came from because he was he was uh, water skiing behind a boat, and the and he's a skinny guy. I mean, he's a he's a rail, and he broke the the boat rope to tow uh, him. So they're like, oh, way fatty. to go, Fatty. So yeah. that's where it stuck. So, <laughs> you know, Smasher. So I never introduced myself as Smasher. Like, I'll be like, hi, I'm Chris Kaltenbacher. And they're like, oh, nice to meet you. And then someone say, oh, he's Smasher. I'm like, oh, you're Smasher. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, but when I sign all my posters, I write Smasher. But still, when I see some of the athletes, you know, and they, you know, it just, I don't know. I should just accept it. It is yeah. what it is. Sure. I'm a 50-year-old man. Like, on my, on my Facebook, it used to be um, Chris Smasher, Kaltenbacher. But I took off Smasher and just yeah. put chris kaltenbacher i don't know sure i should just embrace it and take it for what it is yeah yeah you know Why not? just a dumb nickname yeah. it just stuck and so that's funny that's the way i got the nickname but yeah. you know and everybody's like do you smash stuff well and everybody's like <laughs> i'm only breaking stuff yeah, yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> and yep you know last couple of years i haven't brought until that side panel i think in the past couple of years an a-arm i don't consider an a-arm you know smashing something like oh, if you're wadding up a sled i haven't i haven't wadded up a sled and uh, 2011, wow. where I totaled a sled. Sure. 2010, 11. Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, a pretty good run. That I is. went there for a while. I went through like 16 motors and <laughs> a couple. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 16 motors, a bunch of A-arms, a, a scissor arm, uh, two clutches. Yeah, it was it was a good time. We got a big pile of parts. I bet. Yeah. More time in the little, shop. A little year. hard. The older I've gotten, you know. Taking a little bit better care of my sleds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make a name for myself, so I just had to go chain case. Yep. So, yeah. So that's how I became Smasher. Gotcha. It's here. Yeah. It's not here leaving. to stay. Yeah, I was maybe maybe that'll be my gonna... tattoo yeah. that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are we doing on time, Jeff? Hour and fifteen minutes. 
Okay. Okay. Um, all right, let's break this one off. Um, and we'll do a, a few more rounds. Um, so I don't know if you are aware or not, but at the end of every single episode, <laughs> we do um, the sled talk question. Um, and our guest asks any question on any genre. Obviously, it's loosely related to snowmobiling. But what is something that you would like to ask the listeners and the viewers um, it could be something about gear. It could be something about sponsorship. It could be something about um, Jeff's favorite question is what, what's your favorite backcountry snack? Like, um, so it's, it's just a sled talk question that we ask and then we clip it and then put it on, you know, TikTok and socials and stuff. And everybody likes to give their opinion and, and whatnot. So it's good for that aspect of it. But Smasher, what is your sled talk question that you would like to ask the listeners and viewers? Ooh, you put me on the spot here. I know it's fun. Boy. Um, <laughs> I guess it would be, do you think that, do you think that the, that a, a boosted sled improves your riding or takes you back in riding? That's a good That's question. That's pretty good, you know? too. Mm-hmm. Because really a lot start of, thinking about that. A lot of people, a lot of people think, oh, I'll get a boosted sled and I'll be, become a better rider. Mm-hmm. But I feel... Like for me, maybe on day one a boosted sled's good, but on day three, four, five, a boosted sled's a lot. Sure. It's a lot. Especially for me as a weekend warrior. You know, I don't get to ride like some of the guys are riding, you know, five thousand miles a year. Yeah. So does a boosted lead help you become a better rider? Or does it bring you back as a rider? That's a good question. Listeners, viewers, um, comment your answer below. We want to know. Um, and so, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. We're going to shoot several more. Um, so you guys stay tuned for part two. Um, Smasher, thank you for being on this episode. We are going to break and go for lunch and, uh, yeah, we'll continue on after this, but, uh, listeners, viewers, again, I appreciate you guys tuning in and, uh, we will catch you guys on the next one. Living life with no regrets. I can't design her when I get dressed. Hey, hey. Summertime on winter fresh. Fresh. I put her legs behind her head. Oof. Night night she gone to bed. Bye bye. Every day it's a new test. Uh, I just keep chasing these chicks. Uh, living life with no regrets.